It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Well, good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. Happy Sunday. What an amazing day. I tell you, it is to just give God thanks. And for nothing else but just for just being God all by himself. As you all know, I am the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma, paralyzed and with a severe traumatic brain injury. Well, that mother and son is my son and I. And this is our book. It's a book about our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing of how we use prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injuries to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insight. We educate, we empower, and we enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to create the life they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. I'm also the founder of When Heaven Speaks Book Coaching and Publishing. If you are a first-time author or if you're an already published author and you want to write that book that you've always wanted to write, I invite you to connect with so we can help you go from pen to paper to publish. Again, happy Sunday. I tell you, it has just been an awesome day today. And, you know, we should just stop for a moment and just pause and just give God thanks. But I just want to say thank you guys for joining us on tonight. Here on the Conqueror's Cafe, we highlight authors, entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who've made it out victorious, and now they are here to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world to offer encouragement, inspiration to others as they travel on their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also like to invite you to like, follow, and share on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Conqueror's Cafe. All of my books can be found on my website. We have journals, uh, prayer journals. We have, uh, we have planners. We have a coloring book, a Christian coloring book series. Uh, we have caregivers that are listening. Um, I wrote a book um, entitled, What Do You Do When the Caregiver Needs Caregiving? You know, oftentimes caregivers really just don't take the time to take care of themselves. So I've provided a resource for caregivers to really understand the importance of self-care. We have uh, books on prayer, uh, just an an array, a variety of books for you to choose from. So no matter what type of situation 
that you are dealing with. So I just encourage you to visit my website at www.twilareed.com if you're interested in taking a look at our books. Um, again, we are so excited to have you with us. Um, and if you or you know someone um, that's experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me and let us help you create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. At this moment, um, it's time for our devotional, and I will be reading a scripture um, from the Good News Translation. I'll be reading from Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, and it reads, But the Spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. I'm going to read that again. I'm coming from Galatians, the fifth chapter, verses 22 and 23, and it reads again, but the Spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. So just for a few minutes, I just want to talk to you um, from the topic, are you bearing fruit? Are you bearing fruit? What happens when Jesus inspects your life? He cursed the fig tree because it didn't bear fruit. So I imagine there is nothing so wonderful as finding a ripe piece of fruit to pick right off of the tree and eat. And there's nothing as frustrating as going up to a tree that should have lots of fruit, but only to find nothing. That's true in trees, and it's true in everyday life. It's great when you find something or someone that really provides sustenance, you know, something that you can take away with you that really makes your life better. On the other hand, when you encounter something that looks great on the outside, but inside is empty, all show and no substance, you may feel cheated. First, what is fruit bearing? Well, what is the fruit you are called to bear? Well, actually, that you must bear. This fruit that we must bear falls into a broad spectrum to include love for people and the conversion of sinners. Why is this? Well, if you bear fruit, then you're going to love people. And if you love people, you will develop a passion to win them to Christ. To bear fruit as a Christian is to become like Jesus Christ. And one sure way to tell if you're bearing fruit is that we are all striving to walk as Jesus Christ walked. This means actively pursuing obedience to the law of God. If we take on the spiritual principles of the law and we obey, then we, then we will bear fruit by taking on the qualities that Paul described. We need to be sure that we are fulfilling the expectation for which God has planted us. Keeping God's word demonstrates that the love of God is perfected in us. By this, we know that we are in him. We should also strive to obey the commandments of God as Jesus did. It's important to realize that the commandments of God are not just a set of do's and do not. Rather, they teach us the difference between right and wrong, good and bad, holy and unholy. And the way you bear fruit is by keeping yourself connected and attached closely to the vine. Jesus reminds us in his word, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will bear much fruit, 
for you can do nothing without me. Divine, my dear friend, is our Lord and Savior. The word remain in this context means to remain or to stay with. So if you're able to persevere, to continue with him, then we have assurance from Jesus Christ himself that we will bear fruit. Amen, amen. We will bear fruit. We just have to stay connected to the true vine. Let's give a quick uh, shout-out to our sponsors, Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injuries to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or please call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. The Birmingham Slayers, if you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area, and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. So um, those that are listening, if you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, just simply contact me at info at Twilo Reed, and I will send you more um, information on all that. We have an amazing show lined up for you all this evening. I tell you, you're in for a special, special treat. Our guest tonight is a published author. She's an anointed woman of God filled with wisdom to empower you, to educate you, and to enlighten you. So I want you guys to sit back, relax, grab your cup of tea, grab your cup of coffee, and just prepare to be blessed by this truly, truly anointed vessel. But first, we're going to take a quick break, but don't you move because we will be right back. Worship all over this world. The God of miracles, signs and wonders, and your power, we 
Amen, amen, amen. Miracle worker, if you are listening in on this evening, welcome back to the Conquerors Cafe radio show. And if you believe God is just a miracle worker, I just, I just, I, I just want you to just, just give him a praise right now where you are in your house. Just give him the highest praise, which is hallelujah. And not only just because I'm asking you to, just because he deserves it anyway. So he is a miracle worker. And again, just welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Weed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you on this evening. This evening is co-pastor and author, Barbara Johnson. She is the author of Alone with God. And her goal is to hear God say, well done, thy good and faithful servant, well done. She is co-pastor of Yahweh House of Prayer in Enterprise, Alabama. She has a BA degree in psychology from the University of Maryland. She is a master cosmetologist, stylist, and owner of Yahweh's Beauty Salon. She's married to the awesome Bishop Vernon Johnson for 35 years, and they have four amazing sons. She knows how to get God's attention through prayer, praise, and through worship. She allows the aroma of God's presence to surround each of us by reading her prayers on hope, despair, and deliverance. So without further ado, I want to welcome you all, author Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for inviting me. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. I know I've done the formalities and I've read your bio and we've done the introduction and we've gotten through the beginning of the show, but I just want you to just say hello to the listeners in your own way tonight. Well, I'll tell you, it is an honor and it is a privilege to be alive. And it is exciting to share my thoughts. Uh, on this interview tonight, and I take it not as a small thing. Everything we do for God, it should be with the mindset of excellence. And so I'm excited to be mm-hmm. a part of your vision because I'm sure it started out as a vision and now it's manifested. I'm thankful that you allowed me to be a piece of the puzzle to uh, expound your ministry. And so I'm excited for you as our host tonight. I'm thankful for all of our listeners, and we pray that there is something that's going to be said or done to launch you into a higher grounds with God, as well as uh, prompt you to uh, invade and invest in some of the information that's being shared on tonight. So thank you all very much. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. When you say, you said that this show started off as a vision, so we're going to go back to the vision of Alone with God. When you first started writing, I want you to share with the people what inspired you to do so. Well, thank you for asking. I tell you, I'm an only child. I have no sisters or brothers, no halves and no steps. So I grew up alone, and I had a lot of Mm. challenges with my upbringing, uh, with the environment, my mother. Uh, had some challenges with alcohol. Uh, My father was killed in Vietnam. So I had a lot of challenges. And I was always sent to church, but my parents at the time did not go. So I heard the pastor say that, you know, God would never leave you and he'll never forsake you. And I heard songs like, you know, Amazing Grace and 
uh, trust in the Lord in all their ways. And so it's so many uh, impacts that prompt me to write the book along with God. And it started out with just me and God. And all these years, I thought I missed something because I didn't have a sister or brother or mother or father. And I did not realize until I became uh, saved that God is all we need. And so I figured if I could find peace and I could find that fulfillment in God, then I don't have to play the blame game. I don't have to look at where I came from uh, and the challenges I had to make that as an excuse to be stagnant. It prompted me to do more, to be greater, and to not to relive the environment that I was raised in. Amen. Amen. So being that is the case with your environment and how things, you know, were for you growing up, when God gave you this vision, I want you to look back at your younger self compared to now. What is one thing, if you could tell your younger self one thing, what would that be? Don't procrastinate. Uh, I found myself to other people, uh, not only uh, other people in general, but people who were where I wanted to be. Uh, I allowed the intimidation and the fear of uh, not being good enough, uh, not being smart enough, not knowing the right people. And uh, I just am grateful uh, how the people that God put in my life around me in the neighborhood and family members that, that were saved spoke into my life and it gave me the courage to move past my obstacles. So I would say procrastination is one of the, the things that I would encourage my young self not to do. And usually procrastination is hijacked by fear. It's hijacked mm, by that's good. Uh, intimidation. <laughs> it's hijacked by uh, many things that we see in ourselves that other people may not even be thinking of. But that is exactly how the enemy works. He'll do whatever he can to keep you in bondage and keep you from knowing the potential that you can do and that what you can have. Amen. I love that. Yes, it can be hijacked by fear. And fear can hijack a lot of things, you know. <laughs> Yeah, especially when God has called you to do something, you know, the, the enemy knows that because we're human and he knows how our flesh operates. And, and I tell you, and it's easy to tip over and, and, and to allow fear to hijack your faith. You know, that, that, that's, something you, that's something you're touching on right there. Don't allow fear to hijack your faith. We're going to have to expound on that one, Cole Pastor. <laughs> I got to write that down. So that's good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. So let's get back. Okay, let's come on back. Bring it on back. Let's talk about Alone with God. Now, I want you to to talk about the genre of your book, and let's talk about the title of the book. What is the inspiration behind the title of your book? Well, I tell you, uh, it's such a, a, a old word, but a now word. Uh, the book was mm. written and published in 2014. But if you can see how the phases of our um, uh, challenges are as a nation, we went in a pandemic, we were uh, uh, consolidated and isolated in our homes. And I just believe then and now God is pushing us for some one-on-one time. Yeah. I believe that um, – Alone, at the end of the day, when when everybody else is gone, the music stopped playing, and this is a part of my introduction, 
when the music stopped playing, the preacher stopped preaching, the praise team stopped singing, the drummer stopped playing, the keyboard stopped playing, at the end of the day, yeah. you're going to be left alone. You can be mm-hmm. uh, in a crowd and still be alone. You can be married and still be alone. You can p- come from a family of uh, multiple sisters and brothers and still be alone. So when you think about being mm-hmm. alone, it's not necessarily just an individual uh, thing. It's in time and space of people. But your spirit is, is yearning for something that only God can give. So I think that mm-hmm. writing that book, it just allowed me to see that no matter what state of mind and obstacles we face in life, at the end of the day, God's going to be there. He's never going to leave us. He's yeah. never going to forsake us. And we tend to, when we mess up, we just like uh, kids, we go and hide. We, we think that hiding is going to help us when really it hinders us because we're not linked to the true vine. So this, along with God, is, is impactful in a way for uh, my audience. Uh, to see the importance of being alone with God. And the Bible tells us that the enemy's job in Revelation is to wear the saints out. And if we can get too busy, Mm -hmm. we will become uh, on life support using YouTube, Facebook, and all the technology now that makes up space to make it hard for us to get that time alone. It's easy to just click your phone and listen to somebody pray or preach, or sing. But what about your original song? What about the lyrics that you want to sing to God about how you feel about him? And so I believe this along with God, it was a then word, but it's still a now word because this is where God is taking us with with, uh, our family members passing away. Uh, Many other things are taking place. Uh, Even us, some of us that have had children, we are empty nests. And so all those things that consumed our time, now we left with what do I do with myself? And God is saying, I want a date with you, and I don't want this to be a drive-by. I want a relationship so that I can have one-on-one so we can hear know the voice of God. And most of the time we, we get uh, distracted because we have so many normal routines that we do that seem uh, as a priority. But isn't it something how... We can get so busy, but let us get sick. Oh, yeah. Come let on. Problem <laughs> let let mm. some uh, interruption of your normal day uh, come unexpected. We make time to pray. We make time to call people to help pray with us. But we don't want to be there. I'm on Holy Ghost. We want to be in a place where we are proactive and not reacting. So we shouldn't mm-hmm. wait until a problem comes or a situation arises where now I want to be at the feet of Jesus when he's been tapping us on the shoulder and he's been calling us and we've been uh, we've been ignoring him. We've made everything else be above him. But then when that problem comes, he instantaneously becomes uh, 911. Yes. So I believe that this one uh, <laughs> God and along with God, I want my audience to see the importance of just starting some time with God. And many times we think that, oh, I need to hold it. Just take five minutes, five minutes before you get out of bed, just to say, God, before I go anywhere, I want to spend time with you. I want your aroma on Mm -hmm. me. I want your presence Mm -hmm. on me. I want to sound like you today. I want to talk like you today. I want to be your voice 
in the earth. I want to be your hands and feet today. And if you do that, God will make space for him to stretch out on you and you're running to somebody in your normal routine or going to the doctor, going to get gas, going to get groceries. He'll put somebody in your path that needs that outpour of what he poured in you to share with someone else. Amen. I, man, all of these nuggets you dropping tonight. <laughs> I don't know about you, listeners, but I ha- you need to have a pen and paper. So I, I, I'm I'm gonna give you t- I'm gonna give you five seconds to go grab something. If you don't have something to write with, shame on you. Because I tell you, God is speaking through this awesome vessel right now, and you know. Just the things that she just said. God wants the one-on-one time. He wants a date with you. <laughs> the woman of God said he doesn't want to do a drive-by. He wants some one-on-one time. And it doesn't have to be when we get sick or when finances, uh, we're having trouble in our finances or trouble in our bodies or trouble in our homes and your husband or wife isn't acting right or your children isn't acting right. God wants that alone time with you. And it can be every morning just before you even get out of bed. Just when you open up your eyes, just give God some time, some alone time. So those were those were some powerful words that you just spoke. And so mm-hmm. alone time with God. We're here. Uh, you're calling, just tuning in. Uh, we're here with author and, and co-pastor Barbara Johnson. She's discussing her book, Alone with God. And if you're ready to feel the presence of God, in a more intimate way, then you are definitely uh, tuned in to the right station at the right time right now. And as she's dropping nuggets and, and allowing God to truly use her as we discuss this book. Uh, let's just, let's move on. Let's talk about challenges as a writer. What is one of the most difficult challenges that you faced as a writer and how have you overcome this challenge? Well, I tell you, when God gives you a vision, we only see the ending of it. We see the audience. We see mm-hmm. the, the finances increasing. We see all of the expected uh, things that are great, that are exciting, that it's going to be like this or that. But it doesn't work that way. You know, when you start writing to you, nothing makes sense. And then you question mm-hmm. whether... Uh, did God, did I miss God? Did, 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 was what I heard for someone else and I took it for me? Uh, I, I had this uh, uh, expectancy of, oh, I'm going to publish these books. They're going to be a top seller. They're going to be, you know, in every store. You know, everybody want to hear what I have to say in my mind. And that's what I thought I saw in my vision. And it may be uh, the case. But I tell you, the challenges of a writer is you just don't sit down and write a chapter a day. It, it doesn't flow mm-hmm. like that. When That's I started it. the book, mm-hmm. uh, I had to make myself be a student. And I had to take notes of thoughts that came across my mind throughout the day. And it's ironic that you asked this question. I was just sharing this with someone this week on how um, – you need to get a notebook, and you may need to yes. label that notebook as your book. Never write your chapters. 
You just have to write your information, and at the, at the end of the day, you look like, man, this is nothing but a journal. I can't see how this is going to be compiled in some information that's going to make somebody or encourage someone to read the book. So I would encourage you, if you want to be a writer, is to get a notebook uh, at the top of one page. You know, today you might not get but one word. Tomorrow you might not yes. get three sentences. And so make yourself a uh, suspense date that this is what I would like to be at this date. Give your, give your Holy Spirit time to speak and spend yes. time with God so he can open up your creativity for you to get the anointing that gives revelation. And when you pray, what is the purpose of your book? You know, yes. what, what is it that you want to say that's really going to be something that helps someone else? You don't, you're not writing just to say I'm an author. And, and some of those challenges were uh, starting the book, as I'm stating now, how was I going to make it come together with, when all I had in my mind is that I was going to be an author and books was in me and I would go to different churches and it would be prophesied that you are an author. Okay, I'm an author. But as time went on, God had to give me the passion to want to do it and he had to give me the discipline to follow through. Yes. And so I would talk yes. if you would, oh, if you would now open up the lines and ask how many people who have started writing books, I'm sure about 50% on this line is right there. Is that you start and don't follow through. So I would encourage you to realize yes. that what you have to say is it, it needs to be heard because if it, it's from God, and that is an assignment. And I had to realize that what God has for me, uh, there was a specific audience that was assigned to what it was I had to say. So every author uh, has its own audience. Every author has its own assignment from God. And so that would be uh, one of the challenges. I, I would say number two. Uh, it would be uh, don't worry about criticism because when you're writing, That's what right. makes sense to you may not make sense to your reader. So you cannot get discouraged mm. because someone said, well, I don't know what you're talking about and what you meant by this and uh, are you preaching, praying, singing. <laughs> so, so it's important <laughs> to allow other people uh, to read what you're writing because that will illuminate uh, your creativity, because sometimes we do write, and it's not what a person that's reading is comprehending. You know what you wrote, but you don't mm-hmm. want it to be isolated yes. to you. You write a book for your audience. So I would say don't take it personal when criticisms are given for you to rewrite or maybe give a little more details on something. The other thing I would like to say, and I know I'm doing a lot of talking, and that is, I am. No, you're doing military. good. That's good. I'm a, I'm a military spouse. And anyone mm-hmm. on the line that, that knows what I'm talking about, you're only in one place for a certain amount of time. And mm-hmm. so being able to push the book was almost like the book was outdated because I wrote it, the book, in Korea, but it really didn't, mm-hmm. you know, launch until. Uh, seven years later. So don't get get, uh, discouraged because you wrote a book and it's not moving. God has a set place like a missing piece to a puzzle 
for what you have to say to be now echoed. The atmosphere has been set for what it is you have to say. So don't get discouraged because you wrote something a long time ago and it didn't take off like you wanted to. So it has it has a set time. So go back and, and, and pray over it and see what God has for you to build off of that. It may be a workbook. It may turn out to be the foundation for a, a devotion. It could be uh, a series of, of, of lessons learned, nuggets to take. So don't get discouraged if you yeah. have something and, and it's not working. And don't be discouraged if you can't get going. Give yourself a time limit of, you know, when you would like to have a chapter one done, a chapter two done, and just build off of it. Yeah. It's a process. Once you look at your life and make sure what you're writing uh, is what you can experience because you want to be able to connect to what you're reading and what you're writing. Sometimes things sound good when you are uh, reading it and you want to modify it because we don't plagiarize. We we, we, we get things right. from a, a throne room, and when the throne room gives you something, it's going to be fresh off the press, and it may read uh, a yeah. firm or something that somebody else has said, but it's good to know that you're hearing from God if that be the case. So that those are some of my challenges yeah. as, a, as a spouse, you know, having to start all over. Uh, learning a new audience in a new environment, a new place where nobody knows me. So it's it's up to me to mm-hmm. use the technology. And so we just thank God for how uh, we are coming into the knowledge. Guess what? It's always been there. It's Zoom, always Zoom. been there. It has always <laughs> been there. Yes. But what has happened is it has uh, forced us to get spiritual downloads to see how God can use technology because things that yes. we don't know and we're not educated about, we have a tendency to think that it's bad and not good for us. And then once we come into the knowledge of how it works, then we find that that knowledge is power. And it is a way for uh, your ministry to uh, be known and to be spread. It's just another form of evangelizing. So I thank you so it much. Is. For, Absolutely. Uh, hope that, uh, what I'm saying is encouraging the listeners. Amen. Absolutely. And wisdom is power and technology is power. And and one thing about you said as far as those challenges is don't take criticism personal. Uh, God gives you the vision. And so at the time, many people may not understand it. They may not agree with it. They may not be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But don't worry about it. You just keep on keeping on because God gave you the vision. So as the visionary, uh, you just have to complete and carry out the vision that God has given you and don't worry about the rest. Just be obedient and do what God has called you to do. So those are some good um, things, some good challenges that you talked about, and especially, like you said, being a military spouse, having to move and being able to create a following and, and get supporters. But thank God for technology. The use of technology, guess what? Your followers, your following, all all the people that you met at career can stay connected with you through the power of Zoom, through the power of Facebook and social media and all those platforms and avenues that um, that is available. So that's really good. Um, I want to talk about, um, there, you said something in your book, and it's going to tie into this very next question. So this is the question. The question is, 
Do you hide any secrets in your book that only a few people will find? And I want to pair that question with uh, uh, an excerpt from your book. In your third chapter, the title is The Mindset of a Conqueror. You say, conquerors never focus on defeat. They don't focus on disadvantages, inadequacies, or opposition. The thoughts of a conqueror should always be set on the victory. Let's talk about that. I want you to explain to the listeners, what do you mean by the thoughts of a conqueror should always be set on the victory? Well, I can't help but mention David. Hmm. We know that when he defeated Goliath, he was only a child. He was not uh, the most likely person to be recommended. But Mm -hmm. notice how the uh, Goliath taunted his older brothers and the king. He told them that uh, I'm going to feed your flesh to the carcasses. But it never allowed David to be intimidated by the words that were spoken. He said to him, I'm going to let the fowls of the air uh, eat of your flesh. I'm going to have you out to the beast. But what the, the secret to uh, having the mindset of a conqueror is don't focus problems or how big the situation may be. You got to find the power in the word. Secret to this. Yes. Notice everything Goliath <laughs> said to David, God had already given David the authority over in Genesis. My God. In Genesis, the yes, first chapter, come on. I believe, he says, I give you power over what? The beasts of the field. I give you power over the fowls of the air. And I give you power over the fish of the sea. If you parallel Genesis, the first chapter, around the 20-something verse, compared to what Goliath said in Samuel to David, you would know that the power was in the knowledge and experience that David had before he got to Goliath. So he already knew the power that he had because he had allowed God's word to be, uh, he said, his his defense. Listen, listen to what uh, David said. David says, you come to me with the javel, you come to me with the spear and the sword, but I come to you in the name Yes. So when you're facing your problems, you have to say, I'm coming to you in the name of Jesus. And he's given me power over you. So you can't have my peace. You can't have my joy. And I'm not saying that we're uh, people or uh, uh, Superman and Superwoman, because when you get through crying, because that's the natural response to our soulish realm. When we recognize that, okay, when I get through crying about what's going on, when I get through throwing snot, okay, now I know it's game time. Game time means, okay, <laughs> Satan, I see what you're doing now. I see you because we wrestle not against right. flesh and blood. Game the spiritual wickedness needs a body to work out of. The spiritual wickedness needed a situation to arise so that it can take your mind off of being alone with God. It'll take your mind off of 
what can I do to have this life and life more abundantly right here, right now in front of my enemy? So having the mindset of a conqueror should always be, as my mother used to say, all is well, and this too will pass. I'm so grateful that uh, David did not allow the size of his enemy to avoid him. He did not allow what Goliath was saying to enter his spirit to make him uh, question whether those stones Mm. that he threw was going to be enough power in it to do what God said he had power to do over in Genesis. So we have to have the mindset of no matter what comes our way, we have to imagine ourselves in an airplane. When you aboard the airplane, you get your ticket, and your goal is to go where? (laughs) To your destination. Okay? When you get on the plane, they give you an orientation that if something should happen, you're going to put this oxygen over your face and mouth, and then you help the other person. Then he tells you where the exits are to the plane. They tell you to put your seatbelt on, and now you got to make sure you keep your mask on. I'm saying all that to give an example of, the, of, of how the mindset of a conqueror should be. When you get on that plane, you pack enough clothes for your trip. <laughs> you pack everything you think you need for the time that you say you're going on this trip. Well, along the way, you run into some turbulence. You don't tell the uh, you don't tell the captain, okay, I want to go back home now. You don't tell the captain, oh, I think <laughs> I changed my mind. I don't want to go on this trip. They tell you to turn off your devices. If you're standing, be seated. Put your seat belt on until you are further until you are further notified of when you can move again. Why did I use that illustration? Because it's going to be turbulence in our lives. But that is no time to not think that you're going to not make it to your destination. What is your destination? Amen. To be healthy. Your destination is to have peace. Your destination is to have your finances in order. Your destination is to see your children successful and prosper. And so when we see these things happening and our children are not doing what they want, they're supposed to be doing, look at it as just a little bit of turbulence. When things are not going right on your job, you got to see it's just a little turbulent. And when you see that this is just a little turbulent, you go on off of that plane, and guess what? When you get to your vacation, you don't even think about how bumpy your ride was going there. And that is the mindset of a conqueror. They count those things that are up against them, and they don't see what's going on in the middle. They see what the end's going to be. And in the end of that struggle with David, David says, I'm going to come to you in the name of the Lord. And what you said you're going to do to me, I'm going to do you. And you know what the word of God says. So we always see ourselves victorious. We always see ourselves ahead and not behind. That's Deuteronomy 28. We can go on with that. But I'm going to wait and uh, listen for the next question. God bless you. (laughs) Amen, amen, amen. The woman of God is speaking tonight. We are here. If you're just tuning in, uh, thank you for joining the Conqueror's Cafe. We have the amazing, awesome, anointed woman of God here, author Barbara Johnson. She's here discussing her book, Alone with God, 
Uh, this awesome woman of God is sharing encouraging words with men and women around the world who are searching for a more intimate relationship with God. She teaches that we must not depend on others to escort us into the place where God is, and this book will thrust you into a deeper personal relationship with God. It's going to release principles that will help you feel God's presence for yourself. And after reading this book, it will cause you to carry God's presence wherever you go. She encourages us to allow the book to become a motivator and grafted to propel us into God's holy chambers. She states, it's more important to be alone with God and have everything than to be surrounded by the crowd and still be empty. Our phone lines are now open. If you would like to speak to the woman of God, if you have a question or a comment, uh, please dial in. Um, the number to dial in is 657-383-0898. Uh, you just simply press the number one, and we will bring you on the line. Um, Arthur Johnson, now let's talk about messages that you would like for the reader to walk away with after reading along with God. What are what are uh, two things you would want the reader to walk away with after reading your book? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Hello? All right. So, what after the reader yes. after the reader reads your book, what are two points? What are two key points you would like for them to take away? after reading along with God? Well, I want to be in accordance to what the title of your talk show is, and it's the mindset of a conqueror. There are many things that are about to change in the world that we now know. And the way that we have been accustomed to doing things, they're all changing. Our money's going to be changing. A lot of things are going to cause us to... Uh, possibly be in doubt about salvation. Mm -hmm. uh, we've already seen the impact that COVID has made. We've, we've already been affected by uh, some form of, of a loved one passing, changes in our lives, changes in our children. But if we keep the mindset of a conqueror, then we would not allow these things that have to happen because there are some things that we uh, are not going to have any control over. We can pray about it. We yes. can fast about it. But because it's already been ordained to happen, it can't be anything we can do to change it. But what God has assured mm. us is that he would be with us. We're not going to go through this. Yes. But we got to see ourselves as champions, see ourselves as winners, See ourselves as um, above, as I stated earlier, and not beneath. Really grab a hold to the word of God, because if there's ever a time that we really need to read the word and meditate on the word, then it's now. Because Joshua tells us that if we meditate on the word day and night, that we're going to have a good success. So if you want to be successful yes. and you want to be victorious, we have to find space to um, meditate on the word. It's good to be preached to. It's good to be uh, entertained by or, you know, having the discipline to uh, listen to others. But you got to start somewhere. 
You got to start somewhere because we all Amen. call. We do. We all have people, whether you're a pastor, a minister, a preacher, a teacher, or you might not even see yourself as uh, ever being a person up front. But you got a mouth, and there's some things that God is going to give you to speak to other people, and you cannot be afraid. And you, we have to know uh, what we're talking about. We have to know that you know uh, what we have works. It, no, the word of God doesn't mm-hmm. fail. So that will be uh, the first thing. The second thing is the timing of God. Mm-hmm. Everything that we go through is just like um, the weather or the seasons. We all going to have winter, summer, spring. And fall. So every season in our life is not going to be summer. Some things we have to yes. go through. Those Hebrew brothers, they had to go in the fire furnace for Nebuchadnezzar to being, be convinced that God was the God he needed to be bowing down to with playing the music for. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's necessary for us to have a hardship because that is where our testimony comes. So it's not always, uh, as uh, Joe was questioned, uh, you must have did something wrong. No, it's because our faith got to be stretched. We got to see the power of faith in more than one way. And if God did it before, he's going to do it again. It's nothing going to be new. It's nothing that's going to be overtaking you that the word haven't already given you the victory to keep you with a, a, a mindset and a lifestyle of being victorious, to be triumphant. Amen. To be more conquerors. Yes. But how? It's through him. There's no other way. No other way. Amen. I want to uh, remind our listeners that our phone lines are open, 657-383-0898. If you have a question or a comment and you just want to offer some words of encouragement, uh, I encourage you to, to call in. Um, we do have a caller on the line, and we're going to take the caller and then you just said something about God's timing. I know in your book, in one of your chapters, you talk about the divine timing of God. You say that there is a mandate for revelation, divine information that will remove stagnation and mediocrity. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to take the caller. Uh, one moment. Hello, caller. Thank you for calling. you live on the air. Yes, I'm calling from Mississippi, and I'd just like to say to the sister that to keep on keeping on, and she has really given us some powerful words to live by. So if everybody, I'm sure no one has been listening that didn't get some good things out of what she's been saying. So I want to just encourage her to continue her work, and she will be blessed. Thank you. Amen. God bless you, and I receive it. Amen. 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 Again, the phone lines are open, 657-383-0898. We want to thank the caller from Mississippi for calling in. Uh, If you have a comment or a question, um, we're going to uh, talk briefly about the divine timing of God because you stated that that is one of the things you wanted the reader to walk away with. And, again, um, you stated that there is a mandate for revelation, divine information that will remove stagnation and mediocrity. So I want you to just share with our listeners uh, uh, about that statement as it relates to the divine timing of God. 
Well, I tell you, the timing of God is not like our time. We know when our birthday mm-hmm. comes. We know when anniversaries come. We know when Christmas comes, Easter, and so many other uh, seasons. But the timing of God has to do has everything to do with a place of spiritual contentment. When you know that, uh, I don't like to say you, when we recognize that our Mm -hmm. relationship with God is solid and that the steps of a good man are ordered by God, when you recognize that uh, the word of God is a lamp unto your feet and a light to your path, then God will quicken and stir up your spiritual discernment to allow you to have a feeling of when something is not right, when you need to fast, when you need to uh, get in a secret place because you're hearing and feeling something that's about to take place that God wants to prepare us for. So the timing of God has everything to do with knowing who you are in God. If you or we, whoever, when we know that, uh, yes, I'm not the person that I used to be, I'm a new creature, but have I really moved towards spiritual growth since I believed? What changes Mm -hmm. have I made in my life since the last trial or tribulation that I went through? What have I done more for God? What have I sacrificed? What have I grown? Because what happens is if we don't see any progress or productivity, we're going to find ourselves in a cycle. And if you find ourselves in a cycle, that means we're not moving and we're stagnant. So we have to take some self observation and really take some inward looks to see uh, this is a new year, this is a new month, what can I do for February for God that I did not do in January? Mm. Because we we have the knowledge of how to save money and how to do CDs and stocks and, and bonds, but what about spiritual progress? What about spiritual growth, if you never hold a microphone, if you never stand before the thousands, if you never meet uh, one of your favorite celebrities or whoever, can you really say that your life has still been fulfilled, even if you don't reach all those things that's reachable? But how has my spiritual life, which is going to be eternal, put me in the place where God wants me to be in? And I can surely feel the presence of God knowing that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I had no idea that we would be coming from Seoul, South Korea to Enterprise, Alabama. And when I tell people I'm from Enterprise, Alabama, they are like, where is that? Because everybody knows about Birmingham. Everybody knows about Mobile and Montgomery, but Enterprise? (laughs) So... Uh, we have to uh, know that uh, when God gives us something, he already has your delivery date. He has already oh, put man. an expiration on a season to move from one time to another. 
Yes. He already said that I wasn't going to put any more on you than you can bear, so he knows how long we need to suffer and what needs to come out of us when we're suffering. Are we speaking negative? Are we, uh, you know, complaining about the problem, or are we allowing that problem to be a mechanism to push us closer to God? In most cases, yes. we allow uh, the problems to push us away from God, and then we start adapting on habits and allowing strongholds to take us captive, and then it hinders us from moving where we need to be in the timing of God to prepare us for what it is to come. Amen, amen, amen. Again, our phone lines are open, 657-383-0898. Just press the number one, and we will bring you on the line. We are coming um, to a close for this evening. Uh, we are here with uh, Co-Pastor Barbara Johnson, the author of Along with God, and she's here discussing her book and just allowing God to truly use her to bless the people on this evening. Um, Co-Pastor, I would like for you to, uh, well, first of all, are there any events or do you have any um, upcoming events or anything that you would like to share with our listeners on this evening? Thank you for allowing me to share that. Uh, I will be uh, this Thursday, February the 2nd, I will be on Facebook Live uh, with um, Pastor Stephanie Shaw. She has a, a women's group called Sister Corner, and I will be speaking on her uh, line or Facebook Live this Thursday, February the 2nd, uh, at 6 o'clock in time. Okay. Okay. 6 o'clock so Eastern pre-recorded. time. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's pre-recorded. So if mm-hmm. you miss the time, you'll be able to come back and watch the videos later. Oh, good. So it's going to be on your Facebook page as well. So for those who may not be able to catch it um, at, at that particular time, they can just um, catch it on your Facebook page? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I want you to um, tell the listeners how they can connect with you and how they can purchase your book along with God. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for this opportunity, and I tell you, I humbly realize that David said after he had retrieved the Ark of the Covenant uh, from my God, uh, uh, the house, yeah. he he said God could have chosen anybody else. And because he mm-hmm. have chosen me, I'm going to dance and I'm going to praise him out of my clothes, out of my priestly garments. Yeah. So I just come with you and to you tonight. Uh, with a spirit of humility. I'm just a country girl from a little small place called El Dorado, Arkansas. Uh, And I tell you, it has been uh, a a journey to see how God can take uh, someone that was most likely not to succeed to be uh, his mouthpiece. And so I am so godly grateful for each of you that have joined uh, tonight, and I know that God is going to take you further than you've ever been before. 
uh, because we are on the line tonight and we know that we have the mindset of a conqueror. Uh, how many of you know that there is no pandemic in heaven? That there's no COVID. Yes, come on. And so when we <laughs> begin to realize the power that God has given us, uh, it does not hinder what God has spoken to us. If He said that we can do it, we're going to do it. And so I'm so thankful for this opportunity to speak, and uh, I just wanted you all to fill my heart and to and to see uh, the lowliness of spirit that I come to you tonight. And I want to thank uh, Twyla, uh, Minister Reed, for inviting me and uh, letting me be a piece of the puzzle of the finished uh, product of her vision that is now manifested. And I just know God is going to take you from behind the scenes, even uh, higher and bigger doors will open that little people like me can have an opportunity to share. And so to get the book, uh, I would like you to purchase the book from me. Uh, I can yes. uh, share my information on the Facebook that if you are interested, uh, I can call you. Some people are not very uh, safe. They don't feel safe putting their addresses and things like that uh, on Facebook. But uh, I'm going to share my email address. And with that email address, yes. if you will respond with your mailing address, Uh, I will send that to you, and I will also uh, give you my cash app if you want to uh, purchase the book ahead of time. That's fine. I'm not a cheater. I'll make sure you get your copy. Uh, And that is uh, how they can get the book. And because uh, the book was uh, printed in 2014, I realized that I cannot charge what I did in 2014 because it's an older book. And so I'm... uh, charging uh, $10 for the book, and uh, if you are wanting me to mail it, then whatever the postage and uh, shipping would be uh, included. I'm thinking it should be uh, uh, no more than 2 or $3 uh, more dollars, so I think it would be safe to say uh, $14. Yeah, so thank you again. I, I, I just, I'm just, I feel like I'm on Oprah Winfrey show uh, because <laughs> this is our new TV this is our new uh, yes. our stage, our platform. And so uh, I don't take it as yes. a small thing. It's, it's a big deal to me, and I thank you for uh, inviting me. Amen. I want you to give the, um, the listeners your email address. Okay. My email address is Psalms, P-S-A-L-M-S, the number 91 B as in Barbara, J as in Johnson, at yahoo.com. Again, it's P-S-A-L-M-S-9-1, B as in Barbara, J as in Johnson, at yahoo.com. And I also would like for you to give them your cash app. Uh, my cash app is dollar sign overflow one hundred. Dollar sign overflow one hundred. All lowercase. Amen. Amen. 
So, um, uh, again, our phone lines are still open, 657-383-0898. Uh, you just want to offer some words of encouragement to co-pastor um, Barbara Johnson here or have a question. Uh, we have truly been blessed on this evening. And I want to encourage you all to get this book, Alone with God. Uh, she states in the book that God is always extending invitations for fellowship, for friendship, and most of all, a relationship. His requirements are for those who come to accept him and his standards. There is no need to bring money, no need to bring food, or render your expertise, but come with a desire to complete to be complete in him. God longs to be alone with us, and it will only cost us time and honesty. With that being said, we are down to our final question. I want you to tell the listeners, what does the word conqueror mean to you? Well, i tell you what. A champion because he says that we more than conquerors, so that makes us champions. A champion <laughs> is called. <laughs> champions are what? They're usually undefeated. <laughs> and so yes. I would like everybody to leave uh, not only feeling like, but being assured that they are champions. And with champions, you, you play against uh Teams that are equal of, of potential, uh, equal of expertise, so that you are definitely have to uh, utilize all your team or sports skill set. And because God has given us the B-I-B-L-E, we have the best trainer. Yes. We got the Holy Ghost. We got Jesus that have gone to the cross for us. We don't have to go uh, to the priest or get turtle doves. We can go direct. We got direct contact with God, and I'm excited about God because you don't have to have Internet to get on his line. You can just call him anytime, (laughs) anyplace, anywhere about anything, and guess what? You will never hear it again. He don't tell your business to anyone. So I want us to leave off of this line tonight knowing that you are the champion. And I believe that's on WW, some type of wrestling that says, we are the champions. We are the champions. We are the champions. And it pauses. Of the world. So God has the whole world in his hands. And we serve an international God that can go anywhere, anywhere we need to go. He doesn't need a passport. He doesn't have to go through customs. He is just whatever you need to be. And when you come before him confident, he backs up what he says he can do because he's not a God that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he has to repent. And if you can ever get all of what he has for you in the word, you will see that you are undefeated and you will never be defeated. So know that you are a champion. Amen. Amen. We are the champions. I love it. I love it. I love it. For those who would like to purchase a copy of Alone with God, I'm going to repeat that email address. It is Psalms91BJ at Yahoo.com. That's P-S-A-L-M-S-91BJ at Yahoo.com. 
and the cash app is dollar sign overflow 100. The books are $10. You can also contact me, and I will pass the information along uh, to co-pastor Barbara Johnson if you uh, would want to um, give me your information as well. And tonight, I want to give a special shout-out to John Barry, who's on the line, calling uh, from New Jersey. I hope that this show has just blessed your socks off. I know you always say you are blessed by the best. And so spending that alone time with God, I tell you, it is not going to be in vain because we are more than conquerors. You are a champion. And so with that being said, I just want to, again, just thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This has been an amazing testament of hope and healing. Uh, Co-Pastor, I want to thank you so much for sharing your heart and sharing your journey with us on this evening. And I want to personally just encourage you to keep pressing forward as you make an impact in the kingdom. Keep preaching, keep teaching, keep empowering, keep inspiring, keep motivating, keep enlightening, keep doing all the things that God has called you to do for his kingdom. Uh, just, Just keep pouring and pouring and pouring as God downloads into you and I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And God bless you and all of our listeners. Amen. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show. Uh, be sure to visit theconquerorscafe.com and check out our resources, our prior shows, as well as our bonus content. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to our website to stay updated on all of the great things that we are doing. We truly enjoyed you all on this evening. Don't forget to join us every Sunday evening right here at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for amazing testimonies of hope and healing. But before you go, I want you to remember that life can sometimes prevent a series of events that can lead us down paths in life that can be discouraging and full of frustration. But we must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and we want to quit on this journey. You can do two things. You can stand firm and persevere, or you can give up and give out. You have the power to choose, and the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Have an amazing week, everyone, and remember, to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings as you continue soaring by the power of God, transforming your traumatic event into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Twyla Reed. For speaking engagements or consultations, please email me at info at And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Good night, everyone. Take care. May God bless you. And may heaven... We're taking it back just a little bit, y'all. Come on, everybody sing it. I've got it.
Who you really are. 